Welcome to Concafe. We're looking at Psalm 40 for today's devotional, for today being Thursday, January 12th, year of our Lord, 2023. I will be honest and tell you I'm recording this on Wednesday night, and I ask your prayers that God would guide me and bless me and help me share that which he has shared with me so we might be blessed, become a blessing, and in turn bless him and bless God and all that God does. We're looking at a very powerful psalm. This is in the Old Testament. This is Psalm 40. And the devotional is called, I Will Sing a New Song. So let's be in the attitude of worship, in the spirit of prayer, as we listen to what God would say to us as we hear his precious word. Verse 1. I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the desolate pit out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after false gods. Thou hast multiplied, O Lord my God, thy wondrous deeds and thy thoughts towards us. None can compare with thee. Were I to proclaim and tell of them, they would be more than can be numbered. Sacrifice and offering thou dost not desire, but thou hast given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering thou hast not required. Then I said, Lo, I come. In the roll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do thy will, O my God. Thy law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Lo, I have not restrained my lips, as thou knowest, O Lord. I have not hid thy saving help within my heart. I have spoken of thy faithfulness and thy salvation. I have not concealed thy steadfast love and thy faithfulness from the great congregation. Do not thou, O Lord, withhold thy mercy from me. Let thy steadfast love and thy faithfulness ever preserve me. This, dear friends, is the word of God for the people of God. We say, gracias a Dios. Thanks be to God. Now, I read this in the Rye Standard Version. It's a step above the King James in terms of age. King James came around, what, uh, I forgot the year, 1511. And uh, Revised Standard Version came along. And like uh, many of you that are of a certain age, this was... Uh, the Bible for some time. Then the New Revised Standard Version came out, became the standard for use in, uh, especially United Methodist churches, as the Bible that sat in the pews. I studied the Revised Standard Version during my college days, and later in in uh, seminary we uh, studied different Bibles to understand best what God was saying to us. Now, I can't read this psalm without hearing you two sing their version of the song called 40. But there's two relatively modern songs that come to mind as I read this beautiful psalm. It's a powerful psalm. The psalm was believed written about 1023 BC. In other words, 1023 years before Christ was even born. So anything after that is, is modern. The first song that I thought about was The Waiting by Tom Petty. And that one was from 1981. 
and uh, it just talks about how difficult. In fact, the refrain is, the waiting is the hardest part. And the other is the song I mentioned, 40 by U2. And uh, those of you that attended First United Methodist Church Gonzalez's Lenten Soup and Study know that on one of those Wednesdays, I shared a short devotional on this passage and on this song, and I played it um, for the, the people gathered there, and I was surprised by how many people actually were singing along because they knew uh, the U2 version of this. Now, U2 says that they named this song 40 because it took 10 minutes. They needed one more song for this album, and Bono, the lead singer of U2, said, let me have a Bible. They gave him a Bible. He turned to Psalm 40, he said it took him 10 minutes to write the song, then 10 minutes to record it, 10 minutes to mix it, and then 10 minutes to hear it. But he claims it had nothing to do with the song being called 40, at a wink right here. But the psalm addresses some major issues that trouble humans. Patience and the lack thereof. The old sign says, give me patience, but give it to me now. (laughs) That's what Mr. Petty was singing about. The waiting is the hardest part. But the psalm, as the psalmist is writing, it does affirm that if we must wait, there's no better place to wait or on whom we could wait than on the Lord. And that's not a bad thing for we are heard immediately and God will answer in his time. Now think back to a waiting room where you did not know what was next or a labor and delivery room when you did not know what was next or in a courtroom or at the altar waiting for your beloved to come walking down the aisle or as you walk down the aisle to the altar. Patience, patience. So you understand the patient saying that he waited patiently on the Lord, which to me said he understood that patience required faith it required hope and required trust in god he knew god would answer and more likely than not the answer would be a favorable one and as we hear where he has been we can relate your definition of what he calls a desolate pit or a miry bog could differ but it means the same thing you were down you were stuck You were stranded. You were overwhelmed. But as he waited patiently on the Lord and cried out to the Lord, the Lord lifted him to a better spot. He calls it a rock where his footing was secure and strong. And this led him to a better place, a place where he felt he could sing and sing he did. A new song of praise and thanksgiving and one that will draw others to the awareness that in God, listen, in God we have hope and we can find strength. Blessed is the man and woman who make the Lord their trust, who do not turn to the proud, to those that go astray after false gods. There's so many remedies recommended out there. Just go on the internet, type in the problem you're having and it'll take you down a number of paths, but the only true path, the right place to go is to go to God with whatever is troubling you. Seek help in God. And like I said yesterday, talk to your pastor or to someone you trust, a brother or sister in the faith, and get get that help, that immediate help and attention. 
that you need. And this brings us back to our attitude. The psalmist said that he delights in doing God's will for the word of God was written within his heart. It was so much a part of his daily life that as he prayed and as he listened, it was a part of who he became and it helped his very being and helped define who he was. Because folks, there's a million miles from the pages of the unopened Bible in your heart if you never read that Bible. You have to read it and allow it to help you be a part of what's being shared in the Bible to become the person that God would help you become. Now that holds true for approaching and receiving God's word. The person who knows that God has blessed them truly delights in sharing about the goodness of God and there's no restraint of lips nor hiding of the goodness that God has done for them. Now this psalm could be divided into three parts or points. Here they are. Patience to pray, that's number one, patience to pray. Number two, patience to obey. And number three, patience to say. If we discipline ourselves to become people of patient prayer, we become those who enjoy a daily connection with God. As you pray, you're being connected to God. If we have that connection with God as we develop uh, a patience to do as we hear God, as we pray, then I know that we begin to listen and understand and, and better be a part of a conversation with God. Con conversations two-way. There's a give and take because prayer should never be dictation. Like here's the list. Get to work on it, God, and I'll check back to see how you're doing it. No. Pray and listen as you pray. Now, we also should, as we listen to what God has shared with us, learn how to share what we have received. Now, the art of testifying is dying out, sadly. Some churches used to have moments during their worship service of sharing testimony of what God had done in their life. And that's the say part of number three. If you see something, say something. We, we, we associate that with the airports, especially after the terroristic attacks we had in this country. But it also applies to us as believers. If you receive something, say something so that others may know of the goodness of God. This is how the world will come to know of God's steadfast love and faithfulness, even during stressful and difficult times. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Awesome, God, as we pray, we're also listening to what you may say to us. We are blessed people, and we have, or should have, much to say about the good you have shared with us. Make us truly people who have patience to pray, patience to obey, and the boldest and patience to say. For we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Dear friend, thank you for tuning in. I pray you have a great blessed day in the Lord. Here's your call to action. Be patient and bold in praying, obeying, and saying. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Receive my blessings with joy and peace. Please know how much I love you and how much I thank God for you. Amen.